Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Spinning Thoughts Podcast. This is Angelo coming at you with episode 31. Super excited about this one, guys. Before we dive into it, I want to encourage you to check us out and follow us on Twitter. We're super engaging on there. I just posted a picture of my dogs today. It's National Love Your Pets Day uh, at the time of this recording. So we're at Spin Thoughts Pod. Check us out. Uh, But let's get to why you're actually listening to me talk. We've got an amazing guest here from an even even more amazing band. Uh, So please help me in welcoming Ryan from Marina City. Ryan, how's it going, brother? Hey, hey, Angelo. How you doing, man? Uh, Dude, I am feeling great. (laughs) We talked a little bit off the air about this. The weather in in our parts, in our neck of the woods, uh, you in Chicago, me in Pittsburgh, it's it's pretty, pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I feel I feel selfish that uh, I know a lot of animals and stuff like that are having a bad time and insects. I'm loving every minute of it. I love warm weather. I love summer. So hell yeah, uh, it's putting me in a great mood. Is is, is this so uh, is this helping with the? I don't want to dive too too far ahead here, but you know, you were saying right before we started recording that uh, you were just finishing up working on a song. Is this is this weather giving you like a creative push at all? You know. <laughs> Half and half, like half of it, it is because I'm just like want to do it. You know, I don't feel moody. Like I guess best work is moody, but I, I don't feel depressed that I don't want to do anything today. I'm like chipper. I'm ready to go. <laughs> At the same time, most of my time is spent indoors while recording and yeah. writing. And I'm just like, oh, I want to go outside. So I've got my ADHD going on there a little bit, but <laughs> it's been <laughs> It's been good. What's the, uh, and we're by no means a weather podcast, but what's the weather been like <laughs> in Chicago this winter? Because in Pittsburgh, it's been ex- insanely mild. Has it been a rough one for you guys or no? Uh, not at all. Like, honestly, the worst days I was fortunate enough to miss. Uh, one point I was in Jamaica uh, with my <laughs> wow. girlfriend's family and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. And it was like a snowstorm here. It was actually the coldest. It was, uh, colder than Antarctica and colder than Mars at one time while I was in Jamaica. So I, I missed, yeah, that was, that's like, that's a literal fact. Wow. Um, and I missed that. And then we were on tour in December, right before Christmas. And we were all like in the West coast and stuff like that. And so again, we missed some really bad weather. So I've been actually pretty lucky myself. Yeah. Uh, but compared to other winters that we've had, uh, this one is, is isn't that bad, even though it got, record-breaking cold at one point yeah that's pretty crazy um and ryan also off the air i just wanted to mention this for the listeners uh because to me i gotta know if i'm the only one so i'm I'm looking for some twitter reaction <laughs> on this one ryan's voice like i just i dig it in the music uh it's it's really honestly incredible like that cover you did uh panic at the disco um is just absolutely amazing um but your voice oh, like okay. talking is like literally the same like it, i feel like you're singing to me when you're talking to me so um <laughs> which is pretty badass but I'm, I'm curious everyone else's thoughts so um hashtag ryan's voice and and let me know what you think uh on the uh socials here um so ryan again thank you for joining me i i have a pretty wordy opening paragraph that i'm gonna read to you right now so just bear with me okay okay go ahead all right no so problem. marina city 
has been all over the place these past two years, really. So from winning the prestigious Ernie Ball's Vans Warped Tour Battle of the Bands in 2015, working with John Feldman, you've been named one of the top 10 independent bands you need to know by MTV and Alt Music. You were listed as the band you need to see on Warped Tour and Riot Fest in 2016 by Alt Press. The band released an adventurous acoustic EP in the fall of 2016, which we're going to talk about a little bit more here in the pod. You're writing, recording a new album, and a ton more. So, damn, first off, congratulations on all this. What goes through here? Welcome. What goes through your mind when you hear someone rattle off all these incredible accomplishments? <laughs> uh, honestly, I was kind of like, are you, are you still talking about Marina City? <laughs> like, that happened? Like, I was like, uh, you know, uh, we are so, because we don't have a label. Right. And because... We don't have all that crazy stuff. We are, we do it all ourselves. So we're so focused on everything that, you know, I'll be honest, sometimes we don't get to, to actually smell the flowers. Yeah. Sometimes we, we, we have to do, we have to step back sometimes, but uh, it's easier said than done when you just want to keep moving forward. And so when you hear those things, I, I you kind of forget about them because all we're thinking about is what's next. Right. You have uh, to. So, yeah. So it's actually really cool to actually hear that and be like, wow, yeah, that. We did do that. That's awesome. Okay, yeah, that's cool. and, and there's nothing wrong in celebrating that. I mean, that is seriously a healthy list of accomplishments. It's very impressive. Um, and so I want to take a moment then, Ryan, to allow you yeah. to reflect and, and maybe reminisce on some of those memories. Um, I know the band's got a lot coming down the pipeline, and we're going to talk about the future, but there, it doesn't hurt to talk about the past a little bit. So no. of, of all the no. amazing experiences and memories that you've had with Marina City so far, what ones, or maybe one or two, what stands out the most? <laughs> Whew, man. Um, Is it hard to choose? <laughs> you know, I, it, oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely hard to choose. I think, uh, so I'll give you a couple reasons. Yeah. So one, obviously, Warped Tours is a pretty easy one to say, right? Yeah, Cause, for sure. Uh, I mean, every kid's dream when they started a band wants to do Warped Tour. No doubt. And we were able to do that. Regardless if the band never plays another show ever again. If we never move forward, I can say that I was able to be on stage with my best friends at Warp Tour. Not for only one day, but for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's awesome. And it, it was, it was an adventure of a lifetime and I can't believe we did that. Uh, it's something I'll always cherish forever. I mean, just the fact of winning the competition in general, we were actually in uh, CMJ. We were playing CMJ wow. and in the streets of New York. And I got a phone call from uh ernie ball guys and they were just like hey uh there's something they actually emailed me first to go hey ryan uh there's something wrong with your ernie ball entrance uh, <laughs> entry thing could you could you give us a call and i was like those to be honest with you <laughs> like uh the ernie ball battle of the band thing i we kind of forgot about we did obviously win our chicago date to play yeah. that's how they picked all the bands but that was in i don't know july and this is october now and we're not really thinking about it at all i was like uh sure i mean i'll, I'll call you who cares you know so i called him was like hey man uh there's something wrong with our ernie ball battle of the bands thingy or whatever and he's like uh oh oh uh no he goes uh let me let me see what's going on but how's the band how are you guys doing what are you guys up to like, <laughs> oh well we're right now we're at cmj and i just kind of just talked about what we're doing as a band yeah and he's like cool well would you ra- would you guys like to have your next ep recorded by john selman <laughs> oh and I was man like, I said, I said, what'd you say? I was, I was like, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, would you like? You're cutting out there a little bit. What did you say? Say yeah, that I was again. Like, <laughs> I, was, 
because it sounded like you just said, and I was like, uh, I mean, I think that would be pretty cool. He goes, cool, because you guys are the Ernie Ball Battle of the Band's winners. Oh, like, my God. You? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? I was like <laughs> screaming. I, I remember jumping out, and the guys, they oh. weren't by me. They were, like, trying to look for food at the time. So I'm sprinting around trying to find the guys. I'm like, guys, guys. <laughs> and we're, and I, we all jump up. And I was like, can you say that again? And the guy goes, uh, yeah, you guys are the Ernie Ball Battle of the Band's Grand Prize winners. And everyone just starts jumping up and down. We're crying. We're hugging each other. Oh, I it can was only like, imagine. Uh, so, I mean, just that, that moment was just really cool. Because, you know, it, it, it solidified what we were doing. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, sometimes you get lost in all the, in, in all the work that yeah. you kind of like, what, what am I, why are we doing this right? Why are we doing this? And then when we won that, it was like an beating out of 10,000 bands or whatever, you know, thousands of bands across the country that only one winner, it was like, I can't, you know, like, how is this possible? Well, I got to be you honest know? with you, Ryan, for a long time there, I didn't even actually believe that there truly was a winner. I feel I felt like they just made up a band name and said they won all this awesome shit <laughs> and that they weren't even a band. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know that there's been some in the past and whatnot, but until you actually yeah. answered the phone today when I called you for this interview, I was still wondering, is this Ernie Ball Battle of the Bands thing even real? Uh, because it seems yeah, so I, far-fetched to actually win it. I agree. And you I, did. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Winning the lottery, it's basically like winning the lottery. Seriously, like you never, man. You, Huge you, you, accomplishment. You enter, in, you enter in just to do it, and you know, maybe one day it'll happen. I don't know. And then it happens, and you're just like, this is this is insane. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, just that in general and everything that came with it. Yeah. Um, it, it's helped us along. Uh, really well so it's been cool seriously well deserved man you guys are very impressive in a lot of different regards um so i i appreciate you. you elaborating on that experience now i honestly i'm gonna take this opportunity because like i told you i felt like this wasn't even real like that they had this contest <laughs> and thousands of bands entered and no one actually really won they just made it up so you're living proof that it happened. So I'm going to ask a question <laughs> and I'm hoping that you can yeah. elaborate. So I'm under the impression that the winner of the Ernie Ball Warp Tour Battle of the Bands gets like a $15,000 some gift card to Guitar Center mm -hmm. and close to yeah. like $20,000. This is like the insane amount of money um, in other equipment from varying brand sponsors, all that. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Oh 100%. my God. I'm like getting goosebumps yeah. thinking about what the fuck I would buy. <laughs> um, so what I want to know is what was one of the first things the band purchased with that gift card at Guitar Center? I'm assuming you've used it, right? No. Like if you're sitting on it, pass yeah, it we, my yeah, way. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. No, we did. Okay. Uh, you know, the thing is, is that uh, it's not as glamorous as it sounds. Uh, oh, yeah. $15,000 to Guitar Center sounds shitty. I know. <laughs> well, well I, meant, I meant like what we got. What we got. Okay, okay. Uh, so, okay, so everyone's like, oh, what did you get? Did you get like the, you know, the left paw that's in the, in the, uh, in the case or anything? Well, the thing... You know, the thing is, is that we got uh, all brand new equipment yeah. from um, from Ernie Ball and from all these sponsors that we didn't really need to buy equipment. Uh, so what we did is we bought uh, in-ear monitor system. Oh, yeah. So, that's a hell of uh, an investment. Yeah, it was $15,000 an investment. Holy uh, basically, shit. Basically, we, we have this, uh, this, this rack system. It's called X32. And then we have... Uh, all these splits to us so everyone has their own in-ear monitor system and can mix it on their phone oh my god do whatever they want with it and literally now we go to every show 
and we just give them like it's, it's called a snake and it's like uh, 16 channels of everything that we already have and we just give the sound guy that and they plug it in and now we have everything in our ears and we sound the same at every show it's like um, basically like more the, like chipotle of a music like it, you're creating a consistent experience every single time yeah jesus exactly and, and, and we got us better <laughs> we got us better uh we got to hear each other better um and and because of that we also got like a uh, a mini mac inside so we that's how we've been recording our demos because of that uh we like um we've been able to use it for so many different things. So uh, it, most people are just looking for like the awesome bass or awesome guitar, but we actually got something that the whole band can benefit and, and make us so much better. So it, it's been, it's been awesome. Good for you. Honest to God, I couldn't wait to ask that question just because again, I didn't even think that this was real. So um, yeah. it is like really, really gnarly uh, to talk to somebody who, who won this. Um, I played in bands uh, throughout my uh, young adult life, and, and of course I've got this podcast, so I'm super impressed with this. Congrats. Let's move on from Warp Tour. Thank you. Or else I could just talk about it for the next 40 minutes, um, <laughs> as I'm sure you could too. So before we start chatting, um, about, I know you guys are working on a new album, and we're going to talk about it, but we're, we're going to tease that a yep. little bit. We'll keep the listeners engaged. So before we start ch uh, chatting about the new album that you guys have been working on, I wanted to dive yeah. in a little on a recent release that the band completed. So in fall of 2016, I think it was around September, the band released an amazing, and I mean amazing, I really love it. If you haven't listened to it, as soon as you finish the podcast, don't stop listening. As soon as you finish the podcast, listen to this. It is an EP called Lost Doesn't Mean Alone, correct? Yep. All right. Um, the reason why I made sure I was right is the previous episode I did with a band called Settle Your Scores, I actually messed up their album uh, name, and I've been getting shit about it. So I want to make sure I was correct. Um, <laughs> I've actually practiced your title many, many times before this interview. But uh, anyway, so... Oh, you did, you did a great job. Uh, <laughs> and it means a lot coming from the Ernie Ball Battle of the Band's Warp Tour winners. <laughs> it's a legit, it's a legit compliment. Um, so it was recorded. This EP, Lost Doesn't Mean Alone, it was recorded in multiple studios across the Midwest with a live in-studio audience. Amazing idea. Where did it come from? Uh, it, <laughs> it was a joke. To be oh. completely honest <laughs> with you, uh, we all we were all in the van. We were actually on an acoustic tour at the time. And we were thinking in January of 2016, and we were thinking, like, you know, we need to probably come out with something new. Uh, but unfortunately, we don't really have any new songs right now, which actually kind of screws us later in life. But we'll get to that later. <laughs> so we're like, uh, we don't have any songs, so maybe we should do something. And we were kind of, we just started getting more different influences on on, on bands uh, that we were listening to and stuff like that, that we kind of wanted to just alter our songs. So this is, this is what we did. We would go, okay. How cool would it be if we did an acoustic EP? Yeah, but if we do an acoustic EP, I don't want to just sit down and have one guitar be there and just right. play this exact same thing, but now it's just, honestly, it's just a crappier version. Right. Let's not do that. Let's do something kind of cool with that. Okay, so what can we do? Well, we can make it live. Okay, well, that sounds kind of cool. <laughs> so where should we do it at? Oh, let's do it at a studio. But, you know, how, how can we get all of our fans to be involved with it? Well, maybe we should travel. Like, we're, all of us are in a van just yelling these things out. Maybe we can travel and go around. and be like, oh, that's cool. Well, it, it doesn't help with our acoustic thing that we're doing something less 
We have to re-up on stuff, uh, change it. I'm like, okay, so let's just do like a reimagine EP. That sounds cool. Hey, I just saw Craig Owen was looking to do uh, new some production. Should we hit him up? Like, really tell him, let's go travel five different cities uh, in five days in five different recording studios to record in front of a live studio audience uh, every single day. I'm sure he's going to love that. Well, <laughs> let's just do it anyways. Because we did it. He comes back. Dude, I love it. Let's make that happen. And then we were like, well, if he's in on it, I guess we can't turn back now. Let's right. do it. Um, and we hit up these late, uh, no, we hit up these studios and we're like, hey, uh, this, I know this is kind of weird, but would you be interested in doing this? And they were like, yeah, this is so so cool. Um, and then we're like, well, this is kind of a cool idea. Let's record it. We had our buddy Steve, Stephen Price come on with us the entire, like, quote-unquote tour and uh, recorded, like, um, uh, music videos for each of them and did, like, you know, just behind the scenes of how it all went down. And fans, we, like, put it up, and within a few days, every day just sold out people were just like freaking out about it which was super cool oh, yeah. we didn't think that people would be that into it and they were and um and it was it's, it's a, yeah it's that's when you were talking about like what's a cool moment that's another moment where i can die happy yeah. like we did something we feel that's super creative uh and super different it um, is it's in, very in, different in if you think about it um like I'm a big fan of music from the '60s. I'm a big like the Doors and the Beatles and stuff. And 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 when they, nice. like I'm always yeah. And and I, I I watch a ton of documentaries on like how how they recorded and 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 you see these videos of just like the band in like this studio setting and you're thinking like shit. Like I wish I could have been there. Like I wish I could have been there. And I collect vinyl record as well a, a ton. I have hundreds and hundreds. And part of the reason why I do it is because when I listen to a vinyl record, I feel like the band is basically in the room with me. You get that different kind of vibe. So you essentially brought like that experience, like the literally the in-studio like vinyl experience to your fans. Incredible idea. Now, what I you answered a lot of my questions in your explanation, which I appreciate. You're making my job easier. But how many would you say? fans were in studio per session what like I, I obviously you had to limit it what what was the number yeah it was it was only 20 how did you each. come up with like i mean you i'm sure you had to turn people away right like how did you determine oh, yeah. who was it just the first 20 yeah just the first first comes first serve wow that that's that's pretty incredible uh what now the whole experience and you're saying you did this five studios in five days, like literally back to back. Yep. Wow. Yeah. We traveled. Yeah. I, I can't even wrap my mind. Maybe you can help me. I can't even wrap my mind around how you logistically set something like that up. You're working like it's not a venue, you know, like where you're like, they're used yeah. to bands rolling in setting up like this is a studio like and you're using this as an actual like studio release. How did you approach planning this? It had to have taken well, you some know, time. I think. Yeah, we, we figured it out on the last day. That's that's what happened. <laughs> uh, but uh, we were very fortunate. You know, Craig actually brought an engineer, uh, Jordan. Uh, DeSorbo. He was actually in his band called Before Their Eyes and super talented. And if we didn't have him on the board, I don't know what we would have done because he, he came in and had to take control and had to learn a new uh, like studio setup yeah. every day. Yeah. Fight it, you know what I'm saying? Um, so how we did it, we, we got there, I don't know, like maybe, it was only 10-hour days. 
So we got yeah, there only around, ten hours. No big deal. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 got there at around like I don't know maybe nine o'clock. So we drove through the night every day, oh, sleep man. for a little bit at a nearby hotel or maybe in the van or whatever the situation was. Get ourselves out uh, and then start building up everything. Try to record some like scratch demos or just whatever we can yeah. before people come. And then we we didn't allow people to come until I don't know like seven o'clock or something like that. Uh, at night or something they can only be there for two hours so we set up the whole place until they came and a few of the d- days we were still setting up when they got there and we had to still kind of entertain because the problem is you don't want 20 kids to destroy anything uh and yeah. they get kind of rambunctious yeah. and you know now it's like now they're they're hungry or they're you know whatever it is right so you're now you're responsible of everything um a lot of contracts <laughs> a lot of contracts making sure that everything was good uh with it but um, we were lucky that we were able to let the engineer and Craig uh, deal with kind of the business stuff there while the six of us were kind of like a little carnival that we got to like entertain with the people to like a meet and greet <laughs> before yeah. that, you know, yeah. uh, try to try to distract them as much as we can before, uh, you know, while things were going. Actually, one day, the first day that we did it, we didn't have uh, we, we were kind of dumb about it. We didn't realize that we would need a PA speakers to let my vocals come out. <laughs> You know, that's something you just, you know, like you're yeah, thinking of everything seriously. else. So, so no one can, no one realistically heard what I was singing and like one of the first nights until we kind of stopped and had to re-record it again and like try to find like some near, nearby speakers, people's like nearby speakers yeah. and stuff like that uh, to put my vocals through. Uh, so again, a lot of crazy stuff like that, but it, it all worked out in the end. What, what an experience. Um, I'm jealous of yeah. those 20 sometimes five, whatever that number comes out to. I think that might be like a hundred or something, but uh, w- yeah, I'm jealous yeah. of those people who got to experience this uh, firsthand. So uh, very cool. Now the, the whole endeavor is, is probably a memorable experience, but can you just, can you pick out something from those five days that really sticks anything that was really memorable throughout that memorable experience? Uh. Hmm. There were, uh, I'll tell you a good one and a weird one. Okay, great. Uh, one, of, one of the good ones were, it was, this year we've been on the road, we were, oh, 2016, we were on the road a lot, uh, more than we've ever been yeah. in any of our lifetimes. And we wrote a song called Your Song, which is basically about our parents and about our loved ones and our girlfriends and everyone right. just telling them that even though we're on the road uh, and we're very busy, we're always thinking about you. And we're, it's a, about a song about being homesick, basically. Yeah. And uh, and we got to perform that for the first time without them ever even hearing it. They were all, all most of our family was in the room uh, in Chicago. When we oh, did wow. It. And we're like, hey, we actually wrote this song for you. And they're just like, wait, what? And when we did it, uh, it just it just felt really good. That was actually the take that we ended up taking. Cause right. it just I felt remember real. the preface like we were, to it, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're you know, uh, we're talking to you. Um, and then the other weird, the weird one was uh, uh, this this poor girl. Uh, she's listening. I'm really sorry that we're telling the story, but she like threw up. She threw up in the studio. Oh god. Um, and and it was it was funny because uh, not funny, but it was weird. It was, uh, I was laughing because I'm talking to all the you know all the kids and I'm just like all the fans and everything and I'm just yeah man it's, it's so great that you guys came in here and all of a sudden I see like. I don't know, something brown or something like spit out kind of thing. And I hear like a pop or something. And I was just like, uh, and I was about to tell the girl, Hey, you can't have drinks in here. I thought like she like shook up a <laughs> bottle or something like that. And, and it 
sprayed out. So I was like, yo, you can't, no, you can't do that. And then I looked, I was like, oh, wow, you're puking all over, all over the place <laughs> in the studio. Like, uh, and, and our bass player was standing right there. The dude just sprinted out. He just like, didn't even, not He's like, one let of me those go help. If he sees somebody puke, they kill puke too. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I, I kind of felt the same way, <laughs> oh, but I God. was trying to keep it. You know, trying to be a little bit more, a uh, little more there for her. While there he was for... just like, "Fuck it, I'm out." Um, and then there was this, there was this other fan. She's she's uh, an incredible sweetheart that she uh, cleaned up the mess. We try to clean wow. up the mess ourselves, uh, but she was like, "No, no, no, no. I got this. You guys deal with what you guys got to deal with." Uh, and yeah, she's she's the best. That girl, uh, the one who cleaned it up and is super sweet. Her name's Kimberlyn. So if she ever hears this. Uh, we love her so much and couldn't be a band without her. So Hell uh, the other yes. one way to step we, up we, when we when needed. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She she's MVP by far. <laughs> it was almost like yeah. the stars aligned to bring her to that particular in studio session. Yeah. Uh because yeah. God only knows what would have happened if she wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, I was I was very afraid of what the owner was gonna say when uh it all turned happened. out okay, was, though, I'm assuming, right? It was all good. All Actually, all owners were super happy and super excited about the project. Uh, they, Everyone, we couldn't have asked for just a better group of people to work with. Everyone was super great, uh, and it, it helped a lot with this project. Absolutely. So, everybody, I, I want to encourage you to do one of, well, really one thing. If you've ever listened to this acoustic EP, Lost Doesn't Mean Alone, uh, recorded in five different studios over five days across the Midwest. If you've listened to it, just listen to it again. Give it, you know, another listen. You'll find things that there really is a lot going on in there, which is why I <laughs> called it adventurous because it really is. If you've never listened to it, shame on you. But there's redemption. <laughs> listen to it now because it's fucking awesome. It really blew me away. So Ryan, what I want to do right now is I want to play a track from. That EP, Lost Doesn't Mean Alone, The Haunting. What do you think? We cool with that? That would be amazing. Awesome. Awesome. All right, everybody. So get ready. This is what you probably came for, not me talking. Uh, you want to hear Marina City. So uh, please allow me the pleasure to play for you right here, right now, The Haunting from the live in-studio acoustic EP, Lost Doesn't Mean Alone by Marina City. Enjoy. Thank you. 
So that was The Haunting by Marina City off of the live in-studio acoustic EP, Lost Doesn't Mean Alone. Ryan, uh, really enjoyed listening to that again. Uh, anytime I play a song Thank in you. its entirety on the pod, I always like to ask, you know, for you to just maybe elaborate a little bit on what the song means to you, uh, any kind of influence behind writing that, and, and again, you know, this whole endeavor with the in-studio live audience, you know, is there anything about this song that you can elaborate on for us here? Uh, you know, in, in short, the song's about success being the best revenge. Uh, <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Some, yeah, that's, that's the, uh, that's the biggest thing. I had a, a best friend that I was in bands with when I was uh, much younger yep. and, um, he just ended up being an, a complete asshole uh, towards the end of it all. And when he eventually left uh, the band, uh, one thing he said to me was, um, you know, we'll see who makes it in the music industry. <laughs> and, uh, and those words have haunted me to this day. And uh, recently, uh, a couple of years ago, maybe, maybe two years ago now, uh, he reached out to me and I was mm. like, Hey man, I saw that you were doing some big strides in, in everything in the music industry. I started up a, a studio, uh, and I haven't really got a lot of clients, so I was wondering if maybe you could just tell people about my oh, my stuff and, 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 my tell, and promote promote and promote my uh, my company. And I just was like, you got to be freaking kidding me, man. Like, <laughs> you, you don't remember what you said to me? And I was like, you know what? Uh, I, I don't even know if I really even said anything, uh, but I was just what I realized was that he was watching. He knows exactly Absolutely. what's going on, yes. what we're doing, and uh, I hope that our success haunts them just as much as those words have haunted me, and that is why this song is called The Haunting. Damn, dude, that is way more uh, of an amazing response than what I anticipated to get off of that question. I'm so happy I asked it. That is, that's badass. Um, I've been in bands in the past, and fuck, I wish that I could say I've had the success that Marina City's had. I, I have not. Uh, that's why I'm doing a podcast now. Um, but, you know, I've had some previous band members that have created that kind of um, competition, um, maybe to be a little bit less abrasive. So, um, look, man, I'm yeah. happy for you. That's a badass way to approach a song. Um, and I appreciate you uh, giving us some insight on it. And uh, no problem. Whoever this dude is. Um, if he's listening right now, um, uh, you you, got, you just got to step it up, bro. That's it. That's, you got to step it up. Um, all right. So, uh, Ryan, let's let's get into some juicy stuff. Not that anything hasn't been juicy to this point, but let's get juicier. Um, so, so let's talk about this new album Marina City's working on. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't know anything about it. Um, I don't know if, if that's the general like understanding is that you guys are kind of keeping it a little under wraps or if it's too early for anybody to know anything, but I don't know much about it. So I'm hoping you can fill me in as much as possible. And for those who are listening, if they need filled in, they can catch up too. So you are working on a new yeah. album, right? Yeah. All so right. it is, it is really, uh, I guess it, I guess it's not, not necessarily on purpose, but I guess it is really hush hush. We haven't really talked about uh, much about it besides, hey, we are rewriting, and that's the reason right. why uh, you haven't really seen us do a little bit. That's why we've been just seen a bit quiet than usual. Um, so in in January, like January first, basically, 
uh, first of the year, we uh, hired uh, Craig Owens to be our manager. Oh, uh, congrats. So he, he's our man. Yeah, he's, yeah, thank you. So he, him and I have been splitting a lot of management duties, uh, getting us in rooms or that uh, people won't let me in because I'm just <laughs> Ryan and I'm in a local band. You know, uh, people will take him a lot more seriously than me. They just uh, think that I you're like the fictional band that Ernie Ball creates whenever somebody quote unquote wins <laughs> yeah, yeah. the battle of the bands. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, yeah, he, uh, it's, 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 it's nice to have someone that has uh, a clout that's able to walk in and be like, yo, this right. band's actually pretty cool. Uh, so uh, him and I have been working, uh, but his main, main focus has been uh, our, our songwriting. Um, we feel that that may have been the, what has actually held us back more than anything else. Um, that's so surprising to really hear. Why would you thing. say that? Uh, well, you know, it wasn't necessarily that we like, it wasn't like we were going in this thinking that it was just more the general consensus of what we heard of what we've been hearing from uh, the people, uh, I guess, above okay. uh, the people that we're trying to get to. So yeah, it was, it was, you know, it's a little shocking too. When you hear like, Hey, you know what, this is what the the thing that's holding you guys back is the, is the thing that you guys do. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, it was a little, you know, it's like, damn, okay. But, uh, I mean, we're at, like I was saying before, we're at song number 50. Yeah, uh, dude, that's five, nuts. Zero. You emailed me that earlier uh, today, and I had to look at the email three times. <laughs> yeah, we're at song 50. Uh, five demo, zero, yep. Demo 50. And that doesn't, and that, <laughs> that doesn't even uh, count, like, how many times we've changed melodies or lyrics uh, or basically the structure of one of the songs. You know, like, so the one song I know has, eight versions to it. Huh. Uh, so it's like you guys and, are I mean, creating another... a discography off of this new album. You're like, fuck it. Why wait? <laughs> Why wait five to eight years to create a discography? We're just going to do it now. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, like, and, and to be honest, I don't, I can't really tell you. And cause I truly don't also know if this will be an EP if this will be an LP. If this will be on a label, if this is going to be independently released Yeah. Uh, at this moment, we are, our biggest focus is writing the best music we possibly can make. Uh, and we've been lucky to actually write music with Craig. Yeah. Uh, we've been lucky to write music with uh, 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 Jordan DeSorbo, who's uh, Before Their Eyes guy. Right. We've been lucky to write music with John Feldman. Uh, at, <laughs> Nuts. At, That's uh, crazy. Time. So, yeah, yeah. We've, been, we've had uh, already some pretty cool songwriters that has helped us um, with some stuff. And then just writing a bunch of on, on our own. And in basically stretching out or um, breaking out of maybe the, the kind of band that we are. Like, I, I guess when, whenever this record comes out and, and whenever the songs get picked, how many there are, I don't know. Um, we hope that the general consensus is that we broke out of what we're not the pop punk band that, we're not yeah. just a, a general pop punk band. Uh, we can be talented in different ways. Can you show guys up are well beyond ways. that, by the way, right now. Um, well, oh, if, thank you. If that's <laughs> what you view yourself as right now, I can understand. Because it's got to be tough to see yourself being in the band. But th I couldn't even tell you how I would classify you. I was reading a bunch of like different interviews and articles about the band leading up to this interview. And it seems that nobody really can. 
you guys like they can't put a finger on what you do because you have a very like commercial sound and 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 I mean that with respect because some people don't like that but I I do mean that with respect a commercial sound but not I, like a com- I appreciate that. you know what I mean it, it, it but it is such a versatile uh, eclectic sound pop punk it, it, you're cutting yourself short saying that it's um it, it it's really great when you guys well are thank you. I, I think that, uh, uh, first of all, I appreciate that. Uh, and, and not saying that pop punk is a problem by any means. No, uh, I love it. It's one of my favorite just, genres. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I listen to it all the time and, and, and we're in that, we're in that scene and we love all the bands that do it. Uh, but there are so many bands that do it and we just, we wanted to do a little something different. And I, I think with our, the newer songs that we've been writing, uh, have been a little bit more, uh, towards a little bit more commercial. We, and I think we eventually want to do that. You know, we want, we want to, we don't want to be stuck uh, in one spot forever. We want to right. grow. And, uh, but at the same time, we want to still be a little bit more experimental yeah. or a little bit more uh, uh, broad uh, that uh, if it's commercial, that it's kind of a, one of those weird commercial songs that you wouldn't expect really to go commercial. Right. Uh, I don't know, like, I don't know, for example, 21 Pilots, if you just want to think about 21 Pilots, like, Absolutely. who would have thought that music, that music they're would paving have gone the way, yeah. how they're, big it is. They're paving the way for artists who are similar to them that could never break in because of their sound. Yeah, and that's what's so cool about that band is that they're not the atypical, uh, you know, Kesha or <laughs> Lady Gaga yeah. or, or Katy Perry. It's this like new weird sound that's completely different and it's working and now it's mainstream. And I, and I guess that's like, that's, that's a band that uh, I guess we, we could say that we would idolize and, and how they did it yeah. and what they were doing. I, I don't know if necessarily we could really write that kind of music or we would be super sick, uh, but <laughs> we have sounds in something different. Uh, but I'm just that idea of how it could still be commercial, but it's, but it's still exciting to listen to. Yeah. Um, so I guess that would be, kind of an idea that we're doing but it's honestly it just comes down to making just great songs it doesn't matter what genre it is we're not we don't to be honest we don't give a shit right. what genre it is like there right. is no one like oh we're supposed to be in this genre no we go that one feels like a song that makes us really happy this one does not okay so move you know move on i think um, that that's already established uh whether or not this is a newer mentality or not i've already gotten the vibe that that's the approach you guys have had since the conception uh or inception really yeah. of uh of the band um that you guys don't really care about um classifying and i talk to a lot of bands that don't like to put themselves into a corner with genre and i agree with that because it, it it's strange how it like by saying what you think you sound like, how it turns off some people to even giving you a shot. But you guys are all over the spectrum. Yeah. It actually kind of reminds me, you know, go with me on this. I don't know if you've ever listened to, it's an Australian, uh, like, metal band called 12 Foot Ninja. You ever listen to them? Uh, yeah, I've heard of 12 Foot Ninja. Not, not that you guys sound like them, but they're a DIY band. They, they're not signed to a label. They bust their asses. And their songs are all over the place in a good way, like really touching on different spectrums of the musical, um, you know, whole atmosphere. So uh, you're saying, though, essentially that this new collection of music, is it safe to say that there's going to be a new sound coming, like, or at least an evolution? Yes, absolutely. That I can definitely, definitely 100% say uh, there'll definitely be a little bit of it. I, I think that people will 
it, it's always going to be Marina City, and you're gonna and you're gonna feel Marina City. It's our vocals. It's our playing. You'll you'll feel that. But you're gonna see an extension of what maybe Wanderlust was slash yeah. what Losses Mean Alone was. Uh, the I don't know if, how far back you really listen to our music, but like the In the Wake of Dreaming kind of days that we had. That was our first EP, and yep. maybe even the Chimera days, our second EP. I would I would almost say that they're kind of a little bit. They're kind of they're not really the influential records for us moving forward. Yeah. But the losses mean alone in the, in the Wanderlust, those are stuff like we want to capitalize on what we were trying to do there. Yeah. And I think that that's what I'm deeper. basing my assertions off of, especially Lost Doesn't Mean Alone, because I've been listening to that one a lot leading up into this. And it's yeah. tough for those who don't know, who don't play music or write music. It's very tough to take a song that you've really busted your ass on for months years sometimes and finally get it down to what you like you play it live a hundred thousand times and then you task yourself with stripping it down and doing it the same but differently and that's why lost doesn't mean alone is so impressive to me because those tracks they they hold so much credibility to them that if you would have released that as just a regular EP or album, man, you would have had me. You definitely would have had, and you still did with it. But I mean, it's it's just an incredible, um, incredible approach to already released music. Because like you said at the beginning of the pod, a lot of bands do try to come out with these like acoustic albums and whatnot, and all they're doing is is recycling what they've done and really just kind of not doing it much of a service. You increased the service done to your music with that EP for sure. Well, that, that's, that's exactly what we want. We want to do. So it means the absolute world to hear that. Man. Thank absolutely. You so much. Absolutely. So look, uh, I want to, I want to ask a few more detailed questions about this yeah, yeah. new album that is coming down the pipeline. We are chatting up a storm. Maybe it's the wine I, I on my end. I don't know if you're drinking wine or what, but you know, maybe it's the <laughs> wine that's making me a chatty Kathy, but, um, I, I want to get a few more detailed questions in here before we no, wind no. out. Um, yeah. Is there a title to this new album yet? Or is it too soon? Uh, yeah, way, way too soon. Unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we don't even have song title names. Gotcha. For the, for the song. I yeah. would assume, uh, just, uh, I would assume then that there is, that we won't be seeing this in 2017. Well, in, I'm going to be honest. I really hope that we do. Okay. Uh, I, I actually really that's that's my that's my goal. I would love uh, to be able to release this at some point in 2017. Otherwise, I'm not really too sure what we're doing for most of the year uh, besides <laughs> this. Uh, uh, so I I hope so. Um, but it won't be uh, in the next couple months. That's in the next couple months. You'll probably still hear about us still writing. Uh, okay. You know we're. Uh, again, I don't know if it's going to be an LP or an EP. Uh, so we just want to make sure that whatever it is, um, it's just the best work we've done uh, and, and hopefully by far with it. Um, and, and we've been kind of digging deep. There, there's been times where there's like an earlier song numbers that we were working on. We're like, well, this is the style we want to go uh, or we want to kind of do, but we know that we, it may be kind of a, a shock uh, to, to some of our fans. Uh, maybe we should kind of pull back a little bit. And then we kind of went into the studio and we were working on with some engineers and just like demoing. And they were like, you know what? You know, fuck the 
holding on to something like just yeah. jump off the cliff. If yeah. you're going to do it, just do it. And so that's kind of what we're doing now. We're jumping off the cliff and, and really diving deep. I into couldn't agree more. kind of sound that we're trying to do. So with, with, with wrapping up on this new album talk, and, and, and it's much earlier in the process uh, then, then maybe it warrants to ask certain questions. So I'll, I'll walk away from those. But is there at this moment, is there at this moment a particular like single at all, like that you think could be a single off of this? Still too early for that. Well, uh, you know, it's it's kind of weird because I feel like when you, so we have like three songs that we actually recorded in an actual studio, or maybe actually a few of them we actually recorded in an extra studio and of course when you hear those back to you better sounding mix and mastered and <laughs> yeah. it's like you know that's when it's like oh, these are singles man but <laughs> uh that doesn't you know i don't want to discredit any of the songs that didn't get that rock star treatment yet yeah. uh that we we feel uh have are really cool too um there is one song that uh that craig is now kind of pursuing and pushing and telling like industry people like hey we're writing this is one of the songs um so i guess you know maybe it could be a single eventually i think the cool thing would be that that may be the weakest song on the record uh, and we just write i don't know four or 11 more just better songs than that and then when they're like if they love that then they hear the next whatever their next songs are and they're just like blown away that would be cool yeah um so I think that's what our mentality is, at least. That is definitely our mentality to make sure that we just keep getting better with each song. You, The band Marina City, you guys are very good to your fans, and they're very good to you. You keep everybody uh, yeah. very engaged and up to speed. So I'm looking forward to uh, being part of the journey of seeing what's going on with this new album. Keep me up to date. If you want to chat more again in a couple Absolutely. months about this, we'd love to have you on. Uh, but I'm super excited, I'll and I know— you. The fans are too. So um, I want to kind of, as we're rounding the corner here to finishing up, Ryan, uh, I was excited to uh, bring this to your attention. It was actually a question that I was going to ask you myself, but a fan of yours uh, brought it to my attention. So um, let's, let's do this. So there is a fan of Marina City who is also now a friend of mine that I met on Twitter. It's uh, so her, her Twitter, Twitter handle is, at little chicken noodle okay i don't know if that rings a bell at all but um uh she is actually the one who really introduced me to marina city which inevitably got us talking now so uh shout out to little chicken noodle yeah Uh, thank you little chicken noodle (laughs) um so this morning she's actually it's, it's been pretty awesome on friday she was telling me that she was wearing a marina city shirt uh to send good vibes to me for this interview uh, after the weekend, so I appreciated that. So she's repping uh, <laughs> some merch. And this morning, nice. she sent me a message on Twitter. Essentially, is a question. I'm hoping you'll answer it, okay? Okay. Yeah. All right. So this is from at Little Chicken Noodle on Twitter. Quote, so I was thinking about Marina City while I was listening to their music on the drive to my brother's house yesterday. I, I don't get why they are unsigned. They have a distinctive sound and have a good fan base. I can close my eyes and hear their music and know it's them. And you know how in the early stages of a band, you can always tell that they are trying to find their voice. I mean, my mom was even tapping her fingers and she hates my music. 
but why has no <laughs> one signed them unless they want it that way? So now this is me talking to you, Ryan. What what yeah. do you have to say about that particular uh, idea? Why is the band not signed? Is there feelers out there? Do you guys want to kind of keep it to yourselves? What's the deal? Uh, <laughs> you know, we want to do what is right for the band and what is right. So, yeah, there actually has been uh, some deals that were on the table, uh, actually a few of them that were really, really, really difficult to turn down. Uh, we could have probably been a different band at this moment, but, but we turned it down because we knew that we would compromise uh, too much of our, of not only our music, but just ourselves and our personality and what we would be able to do. Yeah. And, uh, Good for you. and until, until that moment comes where uh, someone is, here's, this is your signature. We're going to work together and we're going to make Marina city your vision. We're going to amplify your vision uh, and just do some tweaks with that. Uh, uh, then, I mean, we're not the one, we're not going around saying down with labels, uh, never sign right. the label, blah, blah. We're just going with, uh, we're going to, we want to kind of have a little bit, I don't know, maybe the upper hand a little bit, just have, have something that we could, uh, yeah, I guess, Hey, we want this. And they're like, of course, of course. Cause we want you that bad. Not right. someone that's like, uh, no, we're signing you. You better be even happy that we're even talking to you kind of thing like that. Um, so that's, Good that's kind of where we're at right now. Uh, we're making sure that every, every person that gets involved in Marina city has the same vision and wants to do the same things. And, uh, and until that person comes around, we'll keep doing us. Awesome. That that's, um, that's an amazing approach. And, and similar to like the warp tour thing, like how, you know, being in that warp tour environment, winning that mythical, uh, battle of the bands and everything. Um, it, it's <laughs> definitely a milestone and, and something that most musicians and artists dream of to be signed to a label. Yeah. So the fact that you guys have accomplished the very first paragraph that I said in this episode was that lengthy and, and very impressive uh, list of accomplishments. The fact that you have accomplished all that and, and you're staying true to yourself, to your fans, to what you guys want to accomplish. Uh, it's very admirable. And um, I think that the patience is going to pay off so far. You haven't needed a label Thank to you. do what you've done. Um, that doesn't mean that a label can't provide you, uh, with a different platform, but I, I I'm impressed with, with what you've done and in, in, in your approach. So congratulations on all that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. So Ryan, we, we are, uh, and thank you to little chicken noodle on, on that question. She said it maybe a little yeah, bit more definitely. eloquently than what I would have, um, had it just been my own <laughs> thought, but Ryan, I just want to kind of ask here. I know that, you know, we talked about a lot here. Uh, and I appreciate um, the conversation. Is there yeah. anything else going on in 2017 that you would like to make your fans uh, aware of? Like, for example, um, I know 2016 was a busy year. You played a lot of different shows, tours, festivals. Do you have anything like that planned for 2017? Or is it strictly I all think, album? I think it's going to be quality over quantity Okay, uh, with everything. Yeah. I think that's that's the best way. To, uh, we're going to uh, get more involved with our YouTube and get more involved with people online uh, just to uh, that we won't be able to do so many shows because when it's time and the new record comes, when everything comes, 
uh, it's going to be the new era. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, I, and we want that to be a big deal uh, as much as we can. So uh, I would just be right now, just know that we are anything but quiet right now. Uh, we are behind the scenes. And uh, when we come out, uh, this is just a calm before the storm. You know what, man? I can't wait for it to rain then if that's what we're going with here. Um, I'm embracing the thunder and the lightning. Um, Ryan, uh, we are uh, we're at the end here. I, I could keep on talking. As I said at the beginning, your voice, it feels like you're singing to me. So for just that reason alone, I'm trying to think of more questions to ask you. Uh, but <laughs> um, listen, bro, I really, really appreciate you being on. Is there anything else you'd like to add or say um, obviously, you know, I always like for the bands to kind of, uh, promo out where they can be found on socials and things like that. I mean, is there anything else that you'd like to say before we sign off? Yeah. Uh, I mean, always, uh, we're very, very much active on social media. So please follow us on Twitter at Marina city band or Facebook Marina city band. Everything on social media is Marina city band, Marina city band.com. However, we are simply just called Marina City. <laughs> and, uh, and then you can follow all of our personal stuff, uh, Marina City, our names. So mine is Marina City Ryan. And we're updating you. We'll, we'll send like little clips of like what we've been working on. Uh, and we're always, we're always uh, trying to get involved with you as much as you can. So if you want to talk to us, that's the best way to do it. Please do. Awesome. I encourage everybody listening, whether you're fans or new fans to Marina City, to uh, oblige and contact Marina City via the socials, connect, follow, retweet, share, all that jazz. Uh, these guys, they're doing it, and um, they've proven right here on episode 31 that there really actually is a fucking winner to the Vans, Ernie Ball's Vans Warped Tour Battle of the Bands. So, um, it, it was it was like a mythical Pokemon. Like you didn't know if it actually existed, and here it is. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much for being here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Uh, make sure you hang out uh, when when we sign off here. I want to chat for a little bit, but thank you so much, Ryan. Yeah, thank you so much, Angela. Once again, I want to thank Ryan from Marina City for joining me here on the Spinning Thoughts podcast. Had a great detailed conversation and if you take anything away from it i hope that everybody now knows uh that there truly is a winner from the ernie balls vans warp tour battle of the bands <laughs> uh seriously some killer accomplishments and uh looking forward to seeing what new accomplishments are coming down the pipeline uh if you haven't listened to lost doesn't mean alone the live in studio acoustic ep now is the time to do it the band marina city is working on a new album so keep your eyes peeled on all the socials uh for more while you're at it make sure you check out the spinning thoughts podcast on twitter at spin thoughts pod facebook soundcloud all that you can subscribe to the podcast and we encourage you to do so on itunes google play stitcher tune in and a bunch more our website is spinningthoughtspodcast.wordpress.com. Signing off from the Spinning Thoughts Podcast, this is Angelo. Thank you all for being here and listening. Keep on rocking out and peace out. Something I never seen. She said we're alive.